Thanks so much for joining me today. I'm so excited that you're listening. And today the title of my message is Believe It and Say It. Let's acknowledge Jesus because He said when we gathered in His name, He'd be here. And so let's acknowledge Him. Jesus, we thank You that You are here. We thank You that You said when we gathered in Your name that You would be here. And so we just expect that You are. We thank You for Your wisdom and your revelation knowledge that you want to share with us. We thank you that your wisdom would just come forth right here and right now, and that we would get it, and that, um, yeah, we would just get what you're saying to us. We love you and praise you and give you all the glory in your name. We pray, amen. He is so good. He's so in love with us, and he wants us to know. He wants us to have revelation knowledge. He wants us to be like him. And we're supposed to be. We're supposed to grow up and be like Him. That's what it is like. That's what being a Christian is all about, is to be like Him, to imitate Him. And we know God stood out in the light and are in the dark and said, let there be light. Everything He said happened, and we're supposed to do that. We are. He said we're made in His likeness. Jesus said He said and did what the Father said and did. And so we're to do that, too. Um <laughs> Years back, um, when my son was young, I was teaching him this principle because I would say it, and it would happen. I believed it. I put it in my heart. The Word of God, Romans ten seventeen says, faith comes by hearing. Jesus said, if you have constant faith, I should read this for you. He said, if you have constant faith, truly I tell you, whoever says to this mountain, be lifted up and thrown into the sea and does not doubt at all in his heart, but believes that which he says will take place, it'll be done for him. For this reason, I'm telling you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe, trust, and be confident that it's granted to you, and you will get it. And whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him, let it drop, let it go, so that your Father, who is in heaven, will also forgive you of your failings and shortcomings. And actually, Jesus was responding to Peter because the day before, Jesus cursed a fig tree. And Peter was like... Master, look at that tree that you cursed. It's withered from the roots up. And Jesus said, yeah, of course, I tell you the truth. And we should know this. We were made in his likeness, and we are to call those things to be not as though they were. And Jesus was saying, speak to your circumstances. You know, Paul was saying, oh, Lord, three times. And God said, my grace is sufficient for you. What he was saying is, call those things to be not as though they were. You take that thorn out of your side. I have given you all power and authority and heaven and earth, and um, what you say, what you bind is bound, what you loose is loosed. So today we're going to talk more about, I think we talked about that yesterday. Anyway, I've been thinking about it, meditating it for a few days. God's been talking to me about it. And anyway, so Jesus said that if you believe in your heart, and um, I started to tell you that when my son was younger, and um, I was trying to get him to say it, to say I'm healed. He was born with a birth defect, and I was trying to get him to say, to call those things to be not as though they were. And he believed the things I told him, um, but as he got older, you know, he started to doubt a little, and so he had to get that word in his heart. And... Um, it wasn't enough because he still didn't have the faith to say it. He didn't believe it. You know, if you put your key in the ignition of the car and you turn it, you expect that key to go on. And so in order to do what Jesus is saying is you got to have that faith, the, the belief that when you say it, it's going to happen. 
And, you know, some people say it because they think they're supposed to, but they really don't believe it. They haven't meditated the word and put it in their heart. They haven't looked at what Jesus said and decided to believe it. And so they're saying it, but nothing's happening. And in his case, I couldn't even get him to say it. And um, he had us go on this five-hour road trip. And when we got there, and we weren't really sure why, and it was during the time I was trying to get him to call those things to be not as though they were, because he's becoming his own person, and so mom can't do it anymore. He has to do it. And so in not being able to do that, we went on this five-hour road trip and went to this conference. And um, actually, it was Gloria Copeland who said, you got to open that hole under your nose. You have to say it. And Trent looked at me. My son's name is Trent. And he looked at me, and he knew that's why we were there. And it was like everything clicked. He knew that he was supposed to open his mouth and say it. Call those things to be not as though they were. And so, you know, it took that for him to get that where he finally started saying it. So you got to say it. You got to say it. You have to say you're healed. And um, nobody can force you to say it or it's just not going to work. You, you have to have it in your heart. You have to put that word in your heart and believe that when you turn that key, when you say the word of God, when you say I'm healed, that it's going to happen. Now, sometimes when you say it, I have found it does not happen. And the reason being is we have broken a law. You know, James says you break one law, you broke all the law. And what that means is you can be living in the kingdom of God and doing everything right, living by his principles, and then not just not do one of them. So in my experience, I can be calling those things to be not as though they were. And God actually butts in and says, well, you got this that you got to fix before you can call that for it to work. And, you know, Jesus said that. He said, and when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, you got to forgive them. And his law is love. So, of course, you have to have that full um, thing of love going on in your life. And it can be other things, you know, disobedience, like not doing what your call is, ignoring what you know you're supposed to do because you don't want to do it, um, kind of being like Jonah, whatever it is that God is asking you to do and you're not doing it, it's going to um, just cut that power in you calling those things to be not as though they were. And he's going to tell you, but then it's your part to fix that. Because if you don't fix that, then um, you're really denying him. And Jesus said on that day, if you practice lawlessness, he's going to stay away from me. I never knew you. And that, that stands for here and now, living in his kingdom right here and, and now. And when you leave here and when you're getting ready to go. So on that day when he comes, you, uh, you don't want to be caught in the place where you hadn't done what he said. You knew what he told you to do, but you just didn't want to do it. You were just running from God because you didn't want to do what he called you to do. Or you just didn't want to forgive, or you just didn't want to say it. you got to say it for it to happen, or nothing's going to happen, and God wants you to know that. You know, so much of the time we're believing God for revival, and, we're, and yeah, we think someone's going to lay hands on us, and, and that's true. But God wants you to know how to keep that healing. You know, you got to say it. you got to believe it, and you got to act it. 
faith without action is dead. And so you have to have action as well to your faith. You know, we're thinking that he's, he's holding out on us, but really we have this part to do. We have to believe it. We have to say it. We have to talk to our circumstances and not just think that God doesn't care and he's not going to do anything. We have a lack of revelation knowledge, and God wants us to know. He wants us to know what we need to do. We got a part. We have to believe. We have to say. We have to act, just like Jesus taught us right here. And we have to walk in love. You have to love. You have to do all that's required in the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God, living in the kingdom of God, which is what you're doing when you're born again, is living by God's principles right here on the earth like Jesus did. He didn't come and conform to us, but he came and lived in heaven on the earth, and that's what he's calling us to do. So if you never asked Jesus to come live on the inside of you, he is knocking on the door of your heart. And if you invite him in, he's going to come in. It says he is knocking on the door of your heart. If you invite him in, he's going to come in and dine with you. So I like to think that he's just going to hang out with you because that's what it's like. He's there all the time. Whenever you need him, he's there. And he's going to teach you how to live in his kingdom, live in heaven right on the earth. When you ask him to come and live on the inside of you, you are born from above. His spirit comes and lives on the inside of you. And you are a new creature, a new creation in Christ Jesus. And he is going to recreate you to be like him teach you how to call those things to be not as though they were, teach you how to live in his kingdom right here on the earth like Jesus did. He's so good. He's so in love with you. Would you say that prayer with me if you haven't before? And even if you have, just recommit. Just go ahead and pray with me. Jesus, we thank you and praise you that you want to live on the inside of us and be our God and teach us your way. And so we just thank you and praise you and we love you. And we're just inviting you in right now. Just come in and take over. Take over and teach us how to live in your kingdom right here, right now on the earth. We love you and praise you and give you all the glory. Now, if you said that prayer, he is indeed living on the inside of you and you can feel him. If you haven't yet, you will. He said, if you love me, you'll obey me and I'll show myself to you. And so he will do that. And um, then you're going to start hearing him. He said, my sheep know my voice. Corinthians tells us we're going to have his thoughts, and so that's all normal. It is, and it's a normal thing, and you got to believe it for it to happen. Some people just say the prayer and think that it's their ticket to heaven, but you just prayed to have a relationship with Jesus, so that's what's going to happen. He's going to start teaching you, and your whole life is going to change from regular to extraordinary. He's so good. He's so in love with you. If you said that prayer, I want to say congratulations and let me know. And you now you got to read the word. John 1, 1 tells us he is his word. So you got to read the word. Get on your knees and worship him. Put a worship song on and start practicing hearing his voice and being in his presence. He'll show up if you make time for him. And you want to. You got to make time for him. A relationship takes time, right? Thanks so much for listening today. God bless you.